You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Break a Bat podcast where baseball meets Broadway. An attempt to show that my two favorite mediums don't have to live in such separate worlds and maybe even break some stigmas. We're happy to have you with us. Now let's play ball. Hello and welcome to another edition of Break a Bat, where baseball meets Broadway and sports meets show business. This is Al Malafronte coming at you today with a very, very special installment of the Break a Bat holiday block party. I'll say off the bat that if there's a talk show host that says that they don't have a favorite guest or two, they're absolutely lying to you. And today's <laughs> guest is certainly one of mine, as she knows full well. <laughs> I want to take you back holiday season 2019 pre-COVID, the old studio in Midtown. Oh, uh, the those were the time. days. The days when you came to visit the batter's box. And to this day, it's the most fun I've ever had as a host. Um, I'm beyond ecstatic to welcome her back into the batter's box today for another chat that isn't just a gift to me, but to our audience as well that's been with us since the early days. And if you're anything like me, you love her work going all the way back to How I Met Your Mother, the Jim Gaffigan Show, and of course, her annual Christmas films that have become such a staple of our holiday season. There's just so much reason to love her work as an actress, director, producer, in the light that she is as a person and the laughs we're about to have, I'm sure. Uh, her latest project is a very, very special one that's set to debut on our beloved Hallmark channel. It's a two-parter titled Sister Swap, where she'll be starring on screen alongside her real-life awesome sister and also our friend of the show, Kimberly Williams-Paisley. Part one is titled Sister Swap, Hometown Holiday, and premieres this Sunday, December 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And part two, Christmas in the City, airs the following Sunday Sunday, December 12th at the same time. And I can't think of any better kickoff to Christmas than four hours of the Williams sisters on screen together. And of course, this special chat that we're about to have with one of those sisters today. So with that being said, I ask you all to please turn your attention to home plate. Just be on the marquee. Now batting again, Ashley Williams. Ashley, welcome back. Holy cow, Al. That was a mouthful. I just want to first off apologize to the audience for, um, you know, for like, I think, as I said before, when I first came on your show, I didn't um, understand how baseball and Broadway meet up. That's something that didn't quite compute for me. But, you know, you were so kind. I was like, Ma, I'll come and do your show. Um, but I have to tell you, like, deep down, I was like, is there a future for this uh, topic? Who is the audience? But let me tell you, Al, congratulations. You found your audience. 
you have a very successful podcast. Apparently, you know, you were right. Well, th- <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And also, we should apologize to the. I should apologize to the audience because you were just making me laugh during that whole intro. But yeah, we've come a long way since we last saw each other. So this I'm so is so uh, proud of you. Good job. Well, thank you. You're like my who godmother. Are, I feel like <laughs> who are these fascinating people that listen to this show? Because I, for one, am not a baseball human. So that was the first thing I said to you: was Will there be any baseball questions? And you said, No, I swear, we won't make you look stupid. And I said, okay, thank God. Um, I can talk Broadway. I can talk movies. <laughs> like the movies that you're in, for example, that we've it's come to know Particularly those, yes. Particularly yeah. those. But you had my sister on your show, too. Yeah, uh, Kim came on last year when she did um, the Christmas Chronicles and Nashville oh, yeah. Christmas. Oh, yeah. And finally, you two are appearing on screen together. It's amazing. I just wonder what the hell took so long. Um, right. Good question. Um, I can actually speak to that. I mean, first of all, there is a little known and I can tell just because you have such a specific enthusiastic niche of an audience. Um, there is a little known short film that I wrote and then I arm wrestled my sister into coming in and starring with me. Um, it's called stud boob. And it's the only other time we've been on camera together. But I don't talk about it very often because it was like slightly controversial. I won't even get into it. But um, it was a really good short film. We did a bunch of uh, festivals. But uh, but yeah, it was called Stud Boob. And I was a little, I just did the tiniest bit naked in it. Um, and, you know, crying. It both very highly entertaining. Um, so if anyone's interested in seeing stud boob, I will send you a link. Uh, but, uh, that was different fare than this upcoming Christmas extravaganza. (laughs) So I probably won't, you know, we're going to be doing a big press tour. Like we're doing Seth Meyers and the today show and all this stuff to talk about these movies. And I probably won't mention the, the stud boob nakedness and crying of our debut together. But you guys, that's just a special, that's a special tidbit just for you. Yeah, you saved that for our audience. I appreciate you doing that. Well, they're a special group, you know. Yeah. I feel well, like they get me. Yeah, that's, well, you've really been like, I always say that when, the day you came in was like the day the show found its voice. So I feel like a lot of people really like that episode and the show really kind of developed oh from there. Oh my gosh, so. that makes me so happy. What was it? Was it, I really like that little studio. It Long like gone. Nook. So gone. Yo, COVID knocked that out. Who needs right? studios? I'm in my living room right now and we're nailing yeah. it. Yeah. And you are in your studio in a place that you said that you were going to go the last time we chatted. Um, You left New York City and went all Hollywood on us. So are you happy to be back in LA now, Ash? Honestly, like every morning I wake up and I just go, oh, phew. Listen, I love New York. I'm from New York. I was born in New York. But um, I... the. The weather was really fun and a very fun adventure when I was in my early 20s. But when I had my two children, um, two tiny little babies in New York City, you know, uh, and it's freezing cold and I'm carrying that stroller up and down the subway stairs, I do not miss that time in my life. Um, But actually, oh my gosh, so get this out. You don't even know. 
You have no idea how messed, how traumatized I am. So February of 2020, I left for Vancouver to direct my a movie, a feature in Vancouver. And my two children and my husband came out to visit me for the weekend on March 12th. It was like March 18th. They came out to visit me for the weekend. And my, before they got on the airplane, I was like, is this coronavirus thing like a thing or is it like the flu? Like, and he was like, I feel like we should talk about it in person. Like maybe we should, you know, and I said, okay, well, just don't let the kids go to the bathroom on the airplane. So we literally gave them Benadryl on the airplane. They didn't move the whole flight. But this was back when they were saying like masks aren't safe. <laughs> Remember that like four <laughs> yeah. day period happened to be the four day period that we took the entire family on an airplane. Um, and uh, anyway, so the kid, they all flew out. And then March 16th, we shot half of a day and we got our force majeure, which meant that the entire production shut down. And the boys literally said goodbye to their school in New York City. The nanny, there was a water glass next to my son's bed, which we would check on periodically on the nest cam to just check on our apartment. But like there was, he had a dinosaur toy on his bed um, that he left and we would just check and the dinosaur toy and everything six months untouched um, because we were in Vancouver and we basically didn't want to get back on an airplane. So we drove to California and we did our quarantine there. And then uh, we ended up going back to Canada because we had to finish that movie that we'd started. And then we spent a year in Canada. So we were able to go, we got like our babysitters to go in and, and move our stuff out. So we got subletters into the place. But I have not been in New York City since February of 2020. Um, and we are going this Sunday. I think I'm just going to cry. I'm really excited to put on a turtleneck sweater and wander the streets until I need a Manhattan and then sit in a window seat and just look out at my New York that I left without saying goodbye a year and a half, almost, you know, almost two years ago. It's like an, un, it was an unceremonious goodbye. I had a very similar thing happen you with did? My old roommate, because uh, we were living together for about two and a half years, my best friend from high school, and, uh, you know, shit hit the fan, whatever it was, like Friday the 13th of March last year. And mm -hmm. after we graduated high school, his sister went to college in L.A. And we were Long Island kids originally. His parents uh, moved out to California, though, because they used to love going to visit her. They fell in love with Cali. Um, he, so he went out to California on March 14th oh my um, gosh. and did not come back. Our lease was coming up at the end of May. And it was, he's just like, Hey, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to stay out here. And he has, he's been back to New York maybe once since, but that was not like the send off that our apartment deserved. And like this, the right? whole thing, it was just right? like, I hope that you get yourself a nice slice of pizza or something though, when you come back. Okay. There's going to be a lot of pizza. I'm not kidding about the turtleneck sweater. I was actually just packing and it's just a row of turtleneck sweaters. I'm really excited about that. I really want, um, an, a Manhattan up with a maraschino cherry in a window seat. And I want to watch people go by in my turtleneck sweater, but sure. I'll definitely hit some pizza, maybe like even a stale New York pretzel. I'll do one of those, like even a cold one. And I'll just wipe this, you know, salt <laughs> off. They're so nasty. But you crunch into that soft pretzel and it's crunchy because it's so stale and you just feel like you're at home, you know, and then a Sprite with a straw and the straw keeps poking you in the nose. This, yeah. this is this is the world I miss. That's my yeah. that's my home. 
Yeah, of course. No, I mean, you're a New Yorker through and through. And, uh, yeah. but it does seem like you fit into LA nicely. I saw you were partying with Los Angeles royalty last week. It seems like you and Clayton Kershaw are all buddy buddy now. You know what's really upsetting party. about that? That was in Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> I, was, so I, I know he, <laughs> but he, so well, he's, he's a, Dodgers pitcher. So he and I did yeah. hang out with him and his pregnant wife. They're so nice. But we they we all flew in for the day to Nashville. So Clayton and I hung out in Tennessee together, even though we both live in LA. <laughs> I love Nashville. Do you, let me ask you, when you go down there, do you get into like the whole Grand Ole Opry thing in the scene down there? Because I know you're a New Yorker. Like I, when I went there for a bachelor party, that was like one of the first things I did. And I found like, you know, going on the tour while all of my friends golfed because I don't golf. But uh, I found myself like loving that like whole like Wait, Opry what lifestyle. what kind of tour did you do? Did you do like a like a bachelor tour, like a, on a paddle boat that's actually just on the street. Do you know what I'm talking about? We can like pedal. I, uh, yeah, I do know what you're talking about. And we, we did a bus tour, but no, the, they do like tours of the Grand Ole Opry. I think I saw, oh. I saw pictures of your brother-in-law and stuff there, but yeah, it was like, they kind of just show you the facility and there's like right. a really like, there's a chill. There's like a video that gives you the chills. Like, welcome to the Opry. Welcome to the circle or whatever they said, you know, like that song that they right. do. Right. Do you get into that? Um, uh, the answer is a big fat no. Uh, <laughs> I am not a country girl at all. I can't really. I mean, we. I think it's fun and kitschy, but I wouldn't say that. I mean, I I, I do have this very famous brother-in-law, Brad Paisley, um, who is apparently the greatest living guitar player. Um, he's also just more than anything else, a really, really nice guy. But I can't say I sit and jam to his music like while I'm taking a shower or something. Like country music isn't really my thing. I appreciate Brad's music, especially like there's a couple of songs on his albums um, that I really just like genuinely respect from an integrity standpoint. Um, he's a really cool guy. Uh, but it, it's not, I, I go into the Opry and I'm like, Oh, this is so fun. Can what, where are the snacks? Like, what are, <laughs> can we get some, you know, I'm really not, I'm it's for me, it's about, it's, you know what? I got to say the same thing about a Dodger game. It's all about the Dodger dogs. And if you can get into the VIP area, they have free sushi. So if I get invited to a Dodger game, I'm all about the dugout club. And um, I like it when someone brings me a hot dog to my seat. Um, and I like free sushi. And that's, those are my favorite things about the Dodgers. <laughs> so wait, their ballpark sushi is good because Yankee Stadium, I, I can't touch it. It's like, it's Why? especially when you go on a hot summer night i don't want to sit no. with fish with warm sushi no yeah they don't they, serve it they don't serve it well at yankee stadium that's what i was hoping is dodger stadium no, actually da good listen it's los angeles food it's the greatest food in the world so yeah we're right next to japan in la where yeah, are true. they getting their raw fish from in new york city <laughs> the bronx apparently <laughs> <laughs> yeah chinatown <laughs> exactly so uh no so yeah come to la and come for the sushi come, you know stay for the dodgers <laughs> you'll get me into the dugout club obviously because now that you I, and clayton are actually buddy -buddy. well brad that's funny my husband got a call from brad i got like during the height of dodger season it was like do you want to come and um neil my husband is um Speaking of like Broadway and baseball, like he knows every lyric to every Broadway musical, which I find so hot. Um, but he's we're not really sports people. Like I would rather read 
a Chekhov play aloud and I love Chekhov. Like that's not, you know, um, like I'm very, very into plays, not baseball plays. (laughs) There's not that many. So So, anyway, uh, so he was like, yeah, totally. And he ended up in some box, like there was some sort of fancy, like it, it was, they had their own private box because Brad, was friends with somebody who was very fancy. You probably know who they are, but I don't. And Clayton was, Clayton's wife was hanging out there. And um, she, by the way, is giving birth in like three weeks. And she looks dynamite. Apparently she has like four kids. Does Clayton have like four kids? I think he's got a few. I don't know how many, but he's got a few. (laughs) Bless her. She was, she was such a powerhouse. She was like, it's fine. You said the two of you were out on the dance floor dancing uh, to all those 80s jams together? You know what? Clayton never came out to the dance floor. I, but it's you probably went. because he. Oh, I started the dance. I was <laughs> first on the dance floor. Kim and I were like doing pirouettes. We were like, "Get out here! Get out here!" We so we do this for those of you that don't know. We do this big dance party to end Alzheimer's every year. We raised almost three hundred thousand dollars this year. I could talk more about the Alzheimer's Association. I think they're incredible. Um, but we do. My mother was an '80s mom, right? Like like the perm and the hot pink blazer with the shoulder pads, like hardcore, awesome 80s mom. She was a working mom back when that was controversial. And uh, so we threw this 80, we throw these 80s dance parties and we get all these incredible bands like Ario Speedwagon came one year and Darius Rutger came. I mean, hardcore. Um, and you know, they play like journey and, you know, Dolly Parton and we dance our faces off and sweat. Like at the end of the night, Kim and I had to go back to the red, to the like red carpet step and repeat and take more pictures. And she goes, do I look okay? And I was like, you look terrible. You're literally dripping with sweat. She was like, well, screw it. And we just took a bunch of pictures all sweaty because I feel like people need to see how much fun it is. Anyway, it was great. And Clayton was like there off to the side. He took some pictures with some fans and some donors and stuff, but he didn't come out and jam with us. But he did come in costume. He was wearing like a hot pink. um, He was wearing like a onesie. (laughs) (laughs) You had those like, uh, you had like the 80s where those like aviator glasses kind of that you were rocking. Well, I think it depends on which part of the night you caught me in that photo. I'm not sure. I was wearing like these, they were like hot pink stars, star oh, yeah, sunglasses. Yeah. But I couldn't Johnny see in them. So I, yeah, exactly. With a twist. But I had to take them off because it kept falling. <laughs> from bumping into things. It was so dark, you know. Anyway, you guys have to come next year. It's the most fun. Um, such a good show. And with COVID, we had to really limit general admission, you know. So but I don't have to like worry about people. that because obviously you're going to get me the VIP access and I get to hang out with you and don't have to worry about it. Well, yeah. Well, you might. Well, yeah. I think it's only like $2,500 or something. So you just pay okay. that and then you can. <laughs> I don't need to pay rent. Tell- it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you skip rent that month and uh, it's tax deductible, okay. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I said one of the many great things that you do for the Alzheimer's Association, by the way. And I know that's a, cl- a cause that's super close to your heart. And I, yeah. I just so love that about you. It's awesome. Oh, thanks. Well, yeah, the Alzheimer's Association is amazing because, you know, they're like, people are like, well, a cure, like, are we going to find a cure? They are at the very 
forefront of all of the most up-to-date research. And it's not just about a cure. It's about managing the disease and supporting the caregivers because, um, you know, <clears throat> the statistics on caregivers being at a higher risk of death or illness, it are, it's staggering. It's more dangerous to care for a person with Alzheimer's than it is to have Alzheimer's. It's um, So supporting the caregivers and giving them a network of resources is a lot of what the Alzheimer's Association does. Um, <clears throat> so they've got local chapters all over the country. And anybody listening to this that has any situation of Alzheimer's in your life, you can go, no matter where you are, you can go to the Alzheimer's Association website and find out what the local chapter is nearest you and be, um, you know, immediately connected with somebody who's within a five mile radius of you that can provide you with counselors, doctors, you know, resources, support groups um, so that you, you know, Alzheimer's is becoming more and more prevalent in our society and people are living longer. And um, so it's going to become more and more common. And I would encourage anybody to go to the Alzheimer's Association website to get local resources. They were so helpful with, with us and my mom and figuring out end of life paperwork and palliative care and all that stuff. So anyway, we're not talking about baseball right now. <laughs> not at all. No, no. Listen, I, the, the objective of the show is to celebrate our favorite performers from the stage, screen, and stadium. And if we break okay. some stigmas in the process, at least, you know, the baseball fans know that you like Dodger dogs and ballpark sushi. So, you know, we, we got time. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> Very into that. <laughs> What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, uh, you know, you were talking about your family. You and uh, Kim going to spend uh, Christmas in Nashville together oh again gosh. this year? By the way, what did my sister talk about on your show? Because she doesn't know anything about baseball, except her husband is, an, is obsessed with the Dodgers. She is so funny. She was uh, talking about, well, I asked her, like, are you team Derek Jeter or team Alex Rodriguez? And I was going to make, I had this whole joke plan, how I compared you to Derek Jeter. It's like, he's Mr. November, you're Miss December because you do a lot of great Christmas movies. But she ended up saying she's team A-Rod because she liked his beer, El Presidente. And he's like, he's always about the alcohol with the Williams girls. <laughs> 
we love our alcohol. Oh, the Kim Manhattans, and I did yeah. these like the Manhattans and Kim and I did these um, every Friday afternoon during the pandemic, like the really height of the pandemic. Kim and I did these Instagram lives where we would talk and so much of it was about like what we were going to drink after the, the Instagram live, whether or not we're drinking are we good? Are we drinking right now? We were just sipping wine and you know, it was, it was all about survival at that point. So yeah, of course she, you know, by the way, Kim hates beer. <laughs> really? Yeah. What a faker. She hates beer. She and I used to have a, we would have a Corona with a lime as a warm up to our, we were Chardonnay people. Oh, interesting. Through and through. Yeah. Um, anyway, so <laughs> okay, Kim and I for Christmas. Well, we also have a brother. Uh, he right. is a he's a beekeeper. He's incredible. Um, so we're gonna go to Tennessee uh, to their farm, and we're gonna. Can you guys hear my dryer? A little bit, actually. I think we that's should keep it in dryer. the episode. But it's, okay, it's not well, bad. that's my dryer. Well, this is just slice of life stuff here, guys. <laughs> this is where the magic happens. My dryer's like in its spin cycle right now, and it's really excited. It's like my dryer is like rounding third right now, about to about to get a home run. So it just it's gonna ramp up, and the crowd's gonna go wild. And the baseball yeah. metaphors abound. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Kim and I are gonna we're gonna go to Tennessee. We're gonna um, Brad's gonna be there. Brad's got his you know whiskey bar. Um, Jay, uh, my brother Jay, who's a beekeeper, you can follow him at Williams Honey Farm on Instagram. He's the best. He has such great videos about all about anybody interested in beekeeping. Um, he's so cool. So he's going to be there. We're going to, you know, eat honey and Brad, um, can, uh, pour a Guinness, um, from on tap from his bar. And, um, we're going to do our cookie decorating, which happens Christmas Eve morning. And then we do our Santa run right afterwards, which is that we all get in costume and we run as fast as we can on the farm until we can't run anymore. Um, usually at someone, at some point during Christmas, someone starts crying because they're stressed. So I'll look forward to that. <laughs> last year, last year it was Kim with this picture of Kim. She started crying in the bathroom to Brad and he took a picture of it and she and posted it on Instagram. Oh, nice. <laughs> she's in a red sweater and she's just crying like this in the bathroom. Her eyes are closed. I really don't think that she knew he was taking a picture, but it's like the greatest picture. And I was saying that it should go on the invitation to Christmas every year. That should just be like the front of the invitation. Like, Merry Christmas. Let's do it again. And it's Kim sobbing in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year! It's a Williams family Christmas. Seriously, I, we have to find that. I'll send you that picture. It's yeah, please do. Um, yeah, so some at some point someone will cry, um, and uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna wear masks probably sometimes, even though we're all boosted. I don't know. Everyone's traveling in, so it's tricky, but. We were thinking of maybe doing like a like a rapid test, and then we don't have to worry about it. Anyway, yeah. And I see so that, that you, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I, can they see? Can people see me right now? Well, um, Mikey, Mikey, snap a picture if you want to show us something. Look at like the no. I, this is my um yeah, Mikey, snap a pic of my <laughs> headphones right now because this is just Mikey, so everybody. Everybody understands uh, what. 
what I'm dealing with. They say that how do you tie a perfect knot? You take your headphones and put them in your pocket for five minutes. Yeah, that's usually how it works. <laughs> it works. It's perfect. It's a perfect sailor's knot. Like, this is I'm tethered to my computer forever now. Anyway, um, yeah. What are we talking about? Do we talk about Christmas? Yes, we were talking about Christmas, and if there was going to be a big premiere party for Sister Swap, what does everyone uh, have okay, to look forward here's to? Here's what the we're movies? doing. This is exciting. This is exciting. Um, so we are going to be doing these surprise. Oh, guess what? The dryer is done. Yay! Oh, rounding third. She heads home. home run. Thank you, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> tie game <laughs> um so we're gonna be doing um these uh we're gonna drop in and surprise people during their watch parties kim and i so if you have a if you want to have a watch party there's a place where you can um give us the link to your watch party and i think we're doing three for the premiere of Kim's movie, which is December 5th. So if you want to have a watch party with your friends, um, we're going to drop in on people's watch parties. And I'm going to try to do as many as I can. Kim it has less time than I do. I think I'm in a hotel room by myself that night. So I think I might just swing into a whole bunch of people's watch parties and just say hi during the movie. Not to distract. But <laughs> yeah, because we'll you do never some- do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really all about focus. Yeah, like with my focus. introduction, just making Staying me laugh the whole time. <laughs> totally, totally. So we're going to do that. Um, and then, so that's December 5th. And then December 12th, both movies air. Um, it, so it's going to be a replay of Kim's movie and then my uh, the premiere of my movie that night. And I'm again going to be in a different hotel room that night. And I think I'm just going to dr- try to drop into as many people's watch parties as possible. But you're not going to know ahead of time. So you got to just be there on Zoom watching. And then suddenly I'm going to come in and be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Please use that exact facial expression the audience. I will. <laughs> Actually, they just saw it, so maybe I don't even need to do it. But it's going to be something like that. I'm going to try to scare you um, and just say hi to everybody who's watching. But we're encouraging people to um, to post on Instagram about their watch parties with the hashtag Sister Swap. And um, we'll swing by. And um, listen, these movies were my idea. Um, I wanted to work with my sister, but I felt like one movie wasn't enough. I'm not kidding. Um, so, and I also wanted, you know, my sister's an amazing actress and I wanted her to have her own storyline and I wanted there to be romance, you know? So the initial, uh, movie that Kim does, um, is, uh, it's the first one that's airing on December 5th called Sister Swap. And it's all about a, a high-powered businesswoman, the way all Hallmark movies are, um, <laughs> who's not interested in love. Um, and she ends up inheriting a movie theater. Um, we have a special guest star, Kevin Nealon, who is an old friend of mine. I've known Kevin for 20, more than 20 years. Um, and he plays Uncle Dave and he um, gives Kim's character this movie theater and she's trying to decide if she should take it, you know, keep the movie theater or not. Um, and that's the basic storyline of her movie. But what is, what is really exciting is that she's got a sister 
whose name is Meg. And I play that sister. And so she's got to, you know, Kim's character has to leave her, her business um, to go and get to know this movie theater she's just inherited. But in order to leave her business, she needs someone to come in and run the business while she's out of town. So I come in and I take over um, her business, basically. And I realize that I am in love with this big city where, you know, my sister lives. And, um, so we switch places. We swap, if you will. Um, so she goes to the small town and I go to the big city and the two storylines take place at the same time. So you'll watch Kim's movie and then you'll watch my movie and you'll see that at the same time that all this stuff was going on with the movie theater, all this other stuff that Kim didn't even know about was going on in her business. And, um, you know, there's also a ton of really cute boys that we end up kissing. Um, well, there's two. I kiss a boy and she kisses a boy. <laughs> Those yeah, I mean, it's that, Hallmark. There can't Walmart. be too many. <laughs> yeah, that would be Lifetime would probably be more than one boy per person. But um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, so it's a really, they're both movies are really sweet and they do stand alone. So you don't, if you miss the first one, you don't have to watch that one in order to watch the second one. But I encourage people watch the first movie, watch the second movie and go back and watch the first movie again because you're going to see all kinds of things you missed the first time around. Um, there's scenes where I'm in the background of a scene and you don't know it until the second movie. So there's scenes that, um, that appear in both movies, but from different perspectives. So it's really cool and really innovative idea. And uh, I'm so, so, so excited that Hallmark went for it because it's kind of outside the box for them. Yeah, well, I give you a lot of credit because I know that you and your husband and Kim were heavily involved as producers. So I, I give you props for pushing the boundaries a bit. I'm so excited to watch both parts, by the way. All props go to Hallmark for being on board with it. It was it was complicated. And at first they were like, oh, why don't we just do a cute movie with the two of you? And I was like, no, it's like <laughs> I kept saying it's like Back to the Future Part Two, where you go back and you realize all these cool things. And they were like, oh, can we just make it one movie? And I was like, no. So they finally got it and um, have been so supportive and really, honestly, like really got behind the idea and have been helping us out. We're going to be releasing a blooper reel um, with a whole bunch of hilarious stuff that went on while we were shooting because it was a six week shoot. Usually these these movies are just a three week shoot, but it was a six week shoot. So we all got really close. And um, and the other exciting thing. Can I just keep talking? I mean, what are we doing? Please. You've um, got free reign, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say the that other, to everyone. But the other you, exciting yeah. thing is that, so my mom died of Alzheimer's disease five years ago, and her best friend for 30 years before that is an actress named Anna Holbrook, who was on a soap opera. She's the entire reason that my sister and I are actors. And, uh, and so when we were trying to figure out how to cast the mother role, I called Anna and I said, will you please put yourself on tape for this part to play my mother? And she booked it. So Anna Holbrook, my mother's best friend of more than 30 years, is playing my mother and Kim's mother in these movies. And she's such a dynamite actress. She was on Another World. She has a daytime Emmy, Emmy for her performance as Charlene on Another World, who was crazy. She had like multiple personality disorder or something. Um, but she doesn't have that in these Hallmark movies. <laughs> She's just an amazing mom. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. And we got Kevin Nealon. We were able to cast a bunch of our friends because we were producing. And the movies are really sweet, kind, 
like lovely, just lovely Christmas movies. But, you know, more than anything else, it's about women supporting each other because my sister's my best friend and my biggest supporter. And um, so I mean, it was exciting to be able to do a Hallmark movie about that, you know? Yeah. Oh, I, honestly, it was, it's, I feel like it took long enough to finally happen. I'm so glad it did. I do have to know, though, as you, close as you and your sister are, and I love you both, but, yeah. and even though you're consummate pros, if one of you flubbed a line on set, was there like a big sibling rivalry where you'd call each other out and make a big thing of it? Would that happen a lot? Well, I think Kim and I are so self-deprecating that we're the first ones. And you'll see like those of you that, that see the blooper reel, which will be like up on my Instagram and Hallmark is going to release it. There's just, we, we messed up basically constantly. And <laughs> I did a lot of like, wow, that was bad. And looking at the camera and being like, we need to take that again. And sometimes it was about her lines and sometimes it was about mine. Um, I'm a little bit more flowy when it comes to memorization. Kim always really knew her lines. Um, I am a little bit more like, uh, sometimes I would be like, Oh, I have an idea for a joke there. Okay. I'm basically going to say that, you know, and I'm just a little bit more relaxed about it. And Kim was very on point, which was so interesting. I didn't know that about her, you know, cause we'd never really done anything like this before. Um, so she always came to set knowing all of her lines and, um, and I always came to set with a million ideas about how to change the scene on the fly. <laughs> it was not really, it wasn't the perfect combo, but we laughed so hard during the making of these movies. And I'm so, so, so proud um, of how they turned out. Oh, I cannot wait to watch a mash. And uh, again, folks, that's going to be uh, Sunday, December 5th and Sunday, December 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can also, and this is not a paid plug, but what I what you can do also is download the Friendly TV app and you can DVR them if you have, you know, a commitment at eight o'clock and they're still, you know, mm -hmm. and midnight comes around your dynasty. It's so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a lot of people don't know how to get the Hallmark Channel anymore because nobody has cable. So cutters, it's just yeah. friendly. Yeah, it's just friendly you know, yeah. is the name of the thing. And I think it's like five bucks or something. Yeah. It's well worth it. And, um, Big time, now, yeah. Ash, I want to pay a little homage to our last chat that we had in 2019 with uh, a way that we wrap the show. I let a very small group of people in on the fact that you were coming back on. And I'm not oh. sure if you remember a little something called fastball derby that we played, uh, two years ago, oh, but God, this is a different game today and it has a very original title. It's uh, called Fastball Derby 2.0. Pretty, pretty, pretty clever and original. Is it, right? is it, go, well, because it's the second iteration. Yeah, yeah, it's great. the second. Yeah, yeah, so it okay. makes sense, I guess. Yeah, I'm into uh, it. All right, so I'm going to throw a few different fastballs at you, not just from my Rolodex, but from some of our loyal listeners, even a few friends of mine who were excited that you were getting a second at bat. Ninth inning, games on the line, high pressure. Araldis Chapman is on the mound throwing 105 miles an hour. You got to think quick to bring home that winning run. I'll ask you a question. You tell me the first thing that comes to mind, stories where you find them fitting, and uh, hopefully you hit it out of the park just like you did in 2019. You think you can handle it? I'm terrified. <laughs> I feel like it's probably just going to hit me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> get hit in, the nose. in the real world i have no ability to throw 105 miles an hour okay, and i'm fair. far less intimidating than chapman but uh <laughs> let's see how you do okay i'm ready favorite bar on the upper west side <gasps> oh god oh god oh god guys there's no good bar on the upper west side none um, huh i mean i would not go to a bar on the Upper West Side. I mean, I would go to a restaurant and drink and maybe not eat. 
Does that count? Sure. It's really sad is I haven't been there in like 18 months. So I don't even know what's still there. I just moved Um, here in October. There's there are some great restaurants, but I haven't. Are you on the Upper West Side? Yeah, I went from Murray Hill to the Upper West Side. Who That's why I was asking. Hill, by the way, why were you there? I'm so <laughs> glad you're not there anymore. That's oh, it turned. It turned into the hood, but no one pre-pandemic. It was. It was. We had a good time. We weren't like those like frat bros, but it was me and my old buddy Matt, and we just we had a nice place with a balcony. I mean, you can't get balconies in that many places when you're 27 years old. Um, at least with what rents were back then, God, pre-COVID. So, so so young. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's 31 see. now, not young anymore. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Um, that's why I'm wearing a hat, Ash. I don't oh, have as oh, much oh, hair. I know, I know the Dublin. The Dubliner? The Dublin. It's like on 73rd, 74th and Broadway, right in there. It's an old Irish pub. Um, and I really hope it's still there. Is it still there? You know what? I haven't been up there in a bit because the Rite Aid that was up by the subway around there just closed, which kind of sucked. Yeah, I yep. love that place. Best prices. and. Not a, not a paid ad for Rite Aid's remaining locations, but yeah, that kind of sucks. I don't go up there as much into the 70s anymore. That's so uptown now, isn't it? Yeah, well, wait. Oh, yeah, now now I'm uptown. Right, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, well, the Dubliner, yeah, so though. The Dubliner is like 72nd and Broadway, somewhere around there. Yeah, neighborhood's changed a little bit, but you still got so your gems go, here. Yeah, go check that place out. Okay, Um, give me the next one. This is terrifying. (laughs) All right, you're a big Broadway fan. Soundtrack from a Broadway flop that you enjoy the most. A Broadway flop? From a Broadway flop? Oh, oh, that never went to Broadway. Um, But if it has a soundtrack, I don't know if that counts, but... Oh my God, I'm just the worst at this. Why do we do this every two years, Al? Um, I mean, all I know are the, are the, I mean, nope, that's all of them are hits. All of the ones that I love are hits. So, um, so right now I'm obsessed with the Hades Town soundtrack and I'm gearing up because I've seen Hades Town, but I'm going to go again. Um, and uh, so that right now, that's the only thing that's in my head, um, which is not a flop. That's yeah, I just want a Tony Award or like 10, you not, know? <laughs> I'm, t- I'm the worst guest you've ever had. I don't even know what to say. I'm mortified. I'm mortified. It's just an O2 count. It doesn't make you a bad hitter. You just, you're just behind in the count. O2? Yeah, I like, said uh, the Dubliner. Oh, that's, well, that's, that's, well, that's, well, you're still, well, me made contact on that because you didn't fully commit oh, to it. Yeah, yeah, your metaphor's <laughs> falling apart. All right. <laughs> Give me the third one. Okay. The uh, third one here uh, from my buddy Coleman, who remembered the last time you were here, you mentioned that your father was a poet and Coleman would like to know if you've ever written a poem or a song for a specific person. If I have ever written up. Yes, I have. Of course, obviously. I'm I can't I can't stop writing stupid poems. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, of course. My dad um was a poet. He was also a songwriter. Well, it, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. I know I we shouldn't use my sense. Right? Yeah, he's, he's still alive. Um he he for a little while he had a a, a singing group with Alan Arkin. Um and they wrote a bunch of children's songs. 
Uh, and one of them is called I Hate Broccoli. I hate broccoli. I hate going to bed. It was, they're not great songs, but Alan Arkin, you'd think he'd be like kind of a genius, but um, not great songs. There was one he called Cradle Rock that's all about um, when my sister was born premature and uh, he would try to sing to her really loudly to keep her awake while he was feeding her. This cradle rock, this cradle roll, this cradle way up in the treetop rock me head to soul. <laughs> Aww. That's so sweet. I'm touched. Uh, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell I'll co- tell Coleman though that you've uh, you've written quite a bit yourself too. Okay. I write, but I didn't say I write well. I'm prolific, but not talented. Okay. Well, I, I would beg to differ. But if it's I'm not a talented poet either, nor am I. But you know, you have me beaten pretty much. You know, a- anything arts related, you uh, you have talented. In you it know seems. what? It's all about balance because you yeah. balance me out with your baseball genius. I'm so, yeah, real. Well, thank you. But you know, there's certain guests that make it easy. And actually, there's a reason why I asked you to come back on the show. And it's because you said the worst guest I ever had. I was trying not to like turn this into a compliment show. You know, you're my favorite guest. So come on. I'm going to try to, I'm, you need yes. to raise your You need to raise your stakes here. <laughs> raise the bar, man. You're so funny. We've uh, okay. We've got a couple more. This one's from Julie in Utah. If you could go back in time and see any musician or band in their prime perform in concert, who would you choose? Mm, Miles Davis, right away, no question. In live, Miles Davis. Yeah, his prime, huh? Yeah, that would be a good one. Oh my god, that would be life changing. Um, yeah, hands down. Uh, this is just a quick, fun one before we get to the final fastball. Favorite claymation Christmas special? Uh, the Rudolph one. Yeah, that's it. That is a good I one. Mean, that's a, I mean, what other one is there? Th- there are way too many. Not to say really? that I don't enjoy more than just Rudolph, but yeah, there's like uh, they they all play on like uh, AMC and like now what is it? Mm. Now? Um, oh my God, what's the channel that used to be ABC Fan? Freeform. They're all, they're all on those. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Highly recommend a few of them. Show your kids Year Without a Santa Claus. That's my favorite. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it, yeah. It's got Mickey Rooney as Santa Claus. It's classic. Ooh, okay. Love it. Now, uh, this is the one that we've been using to wrap a lot of recent fastball derbies. Fact about Ashley Williams that would surprise people the most. Let me think. Let me think that would surprise people the most. Well, people know I'm kind of a mess. See this, I have to think about what people think of me. The self-deprecating a, thing is on full display right now that you were talking about I mean, about that's earlier. what I am. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, see, everything's getting a little like, uh, I don't want to talk about my underwear. Uh, can't find a bra that fits. Um, that's not, we're not going there. Uh, I have an enormous water bottle named Walter. You named your water bottle. Really? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Cause he's my, he's, he's somebody in my life I can rely on. He's, um, he's huge. And, and it was, it's always really helpful when I'm shooting because I wrote Walter on the water bottle and then I always lose them when, um, when I'm on set. So I'll, I'll, like all the whole AD team knows who Walter is. So I'll be like, does anybody know where Walter is? And someone will hold him up. So that's probably people don't know that about me. It's special. Mm-hmm. It does surprise me. It does surprise <laughs> me. 
<laughs> I, I have a water bottle too. It, it came with a name though. It's just called Yeti. Oh yeah, so, I have that too. I yeah. have that same water bottle, except <laughs> I put coffee in it. But not as good. It's not as good as Walter. I hear that. No, Walter <laughs> is special. Walter's faithful. Yeah. Well, that's Walter like you, P- Ashley. Special oh, and faithful because special go. guest and very loyal, I should say, to uh, mm-hmm. come back on to break a bat. I'm just so glad we could do this. Me too. My pleasure. I'm always happy to come back. You're the best, Ashley. Thank you so much again. And uh, for all the folks at home, again, remember to watch Sister Swap on Sunday, December 5th and Sunday, December 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can catch Ashley and Kimberly uh, on screen together. It is really the perfect kickoff to the holiday season. And I am so grateful that you could all join us in the batter's box today. So with that being said, this is Al Malafronte signing off from the Break a Bat holiday block party. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Break a Bat. This is produced by the fine folks at the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit and subscribe at bpn.fm slash breakabat. You can find me online at break underscore a underscore bat underscore podcast. And you can also find the Broadway Podcast Network on Instagram at Broadway Podcast Network. It's been so great having you here with us today, and we'll see you next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theatre community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theatre professionals, search the RISE Theatre Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheatre.org. That's theatre with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org, because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.